Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Pod in the City. I'm Amanda. And I'm John. We're two besties who bonded over sex in the city in college. And now 20 years later, we're reliving it like it's our first time. On today's episode, Models and Mortals, Miranda makes the mistake of going out with a modelizer, someone who's obsessed with models. Samantha chooses to go out with a serial modelizer. Carrie experiments with Stanford's client, Derek, the model, and flirts with Mr. Big. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what happens. I'm, I'm, you know, uh, get, let's get to the point. I love seeing... episode. I oh, good it. God, yes. Like, I, I don't think I need to ever watch this one ever no. again. I think most uh, of season one can kind of just be left for... This, uh, you know, I thought the, the idea of having the modelizers, modelizing trope thing was annoying and gross, and then they transitioned even grosser yeah and what happens later um where i'm like i i wasn't really even that entertained by the end i was like yeah i kind of just wanted it to be over same um i also felt the same way about the episode of girls that we watched too on our patreon well i completely Um, disagree with that oh Watching that episode of Girls, this will give you guys a little, like, uh, spoiler here for what we're going to talk about in our Patreon episodes this week. But watching that, I was, that entire episode, everything that Hannah did and said, I was like, man, that's me. That was me at 24. That was completely me at 2 o'clock in the morning typing into my computer at that shitty ass ghetto apartment I lived in across from MCC typing into my computer uh what kind of diseases will I get if I uh if a condom breaks and then convincing myself I compl- I had full-blown AIDS overnight I just convinced myself that one night that's oh, me I I have a few stories to get into okay well, we'll, that. well yeah we'll get into uh, more detail on the so page. if you want to hear some I mean uh, we take can get a little juicy over there uh mm. So if you do want, to, <laughs> if you do want to check it out, it's um, 
Patreon.com slash pod in the city, I think. I do really want to say before we actually really, really get started too, is this is our second episode of Pod in the City. And well, you know, Amanda is like a, uh, a, um, a veteran podcaster. You know, she's yeah. seen it, done it. Yeah. She's she's on she's on the way to singing her memory song. I don't know what the podcast equivalent of memory would be, but it, it's whatever Amanda is. In a few, I'm just kidding. Anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> Sarah Koenig from Serial Podcast is singing memory right now. Do you get that reference? I feel like you. No, don't I'm sorry. Again, I don't listen to enough podcasts. All right. But um, I do want to say, so this is my first time having like an actual podcast, like where I'm not just a guest on it. So I've never really gotten to experience the whole like, um, you know, people giving you reviews or leaving you like ratings or following you or um, go following your Instagram or like following your Patreon. Like, in fact, I was like, before we started this, I was like, who's going to even want to do that? I, I just, and then so it's only been like four or five days since we really launched everything. And like, we've had such an amazing response that literally I've been like crying. And now mind you, I, I cry plenty. So I guess I shouldn't even oh, give any warning, too. but I'm like, together. literally, I mean, like I've like, I've been like, I tear up. I could, I'm like tearing up right now thinking about it just because it feels so nice. It's like, it's just really nice, when, you know, yeah, to have no. people support you when you're being yourself, you know, that's yeah. so refreshing. It's so hard because in life, I feel like, I don't know, especially I feel my, for myself, something that's always happened is like that I have to try and be someone that I'm not or mm, I, I have yeah. to like fit into this box. And like this has been a re- – I mean, anytime I've gotten to go on with you before already, you've primed me for it. And now even this, it's it's just really cool. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who follows us. Oh, and, um, I'm like, people will listen, I promise. I, I know, know they and, and I, so I just really, really feel grateful. And I also want to give a special little shout out to my podcast mommy, Amanda, because... Oh, okay. Um... I really would never have actually like taken the leap to actually doing this. Like I would never really, you know, I felt like since you have so much, I'm not trying to like jerk you off right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm already like, really though. Like you like, because you have so much experience in it, I've felt comfortable and like, I feel like guided by you. And, and so I just like, it's just been this whole like, uh, just like fuzzy great feeling especially such a great way to start the year you know there's this like holiday oh, slump that always happens kind of where it's like cold and you're just like and I just feel like I'm wrapped in a warm hug by this whole situation I'm so happy oh, and I love oh, it I love all that I feel like you're living in the pink cloud right now that's like, like, <laughs> an alcoholic anonymous like when we first get sober it's called the pink cloud now uh I, we'll, we'll regroup so far week. so when far we our- only have five star ratings um yeah. which there's I only told, about 20 I but told um Joan, I was like I am <laughs> desperate to get a bad rating finally just so that it cannot be at five stars because it stresses me out but so you wait know, until next week when we get our first bad review. <laughs> then here's my re, re-talk about how you feel. I'm gonna token on or token on or token on. What the fuck? I'm gonna I'm I was token on. I'm going to tack on that again. I'm gonna say the thing same thing I said last week. We'd love your feedback yeah. in an email. 
Okay. <laughs> we have an email, patcpod at gmail.com. You could totally email us, email us there because like, you know, when you put it on the review, it's there forever. Um, yeah. People know give us a chance to adjust. So <laughs> I love you. And all the people who've subscribed, I mean, I could, uh, I just, I'm just like uh, feeling some We're giving you, so all I love a you all a kiss right now. I mean, the chef's kiss is, I, I don't know, if, it's <laughs> yeah, just life. everything. I'm just like, I was just so buzzing. Like, I literally was on, uh, like, we launched the whole thing on Friday. And I was like, I was like in this mood being like, oh, I just want to like record something. Should I just get on? I was like feeling yeah. all kinds of some kind of way. And, so and I'm just really glad. we're going on podcast tomorrow. I, and we're I know. And rules episode. We're, we're banging it out. Baby, so like, I have yeah. made like a a 180 in my podcasting life. I went from zero to a million. And you know what? Yeah. It's kind of like fun. Like it's way more. Yeah. It's, I mean, again, it's fun. Until it's <laughs> We're in our second episode. But you never know. All right. So let's get into it. Um, but yeah. anyway, I just wanted to, I just wanted to wank everyone off. No, I think it's it. nice to hear somebody talk uh, positively because you're still in the glow of. You're not jaded Well, just yet. wait till I talk about girls, because, just kidding. Alrighty. Okay. <laughs> and again, check, check that on a Patreon. Okay, so I saw online, on Wiki, um, mm. that, okay, so this episode, Models and Mortals, um, it's rough. Not a lot of it makes sense. Why is Carrie, why is Carrie friends with, a, a, first of all, why is Carrie friends with so many random people? But why is she friends with this weird artist guy that lives in like Brooklyn that uh, dates models and his name is like garbage bag or something. What's his name? I, uh, <laughs> Barkley. <laughs> his name is Barkley. <laughs> uh, so, I think it is really strange. It's like, is she, are they trying to purport her as a girl's girl or maybe they're just like trying so badly to infuse the male perspective into this where I yeah. think down the line more, they kind of just are like, you know, I don't need that, yeah, which is, I feel the same way. I don't need these male storylines because I don't hear their they're disgusting. I'm sorry. Uh, rant starting about this. I was disgusted. The whole modelizer thing made me sick because it's annoying and gross. And the man who's per- pursuing the model or like the guy at the beginning, he made me want to vomit. And then oh, I thought I thought he was he, I thought he was well cast because I feel like that's exactly what that kind of guy would look like. He'd yes. be like mildly busted and just yes. average mid full mid, yes. but only dates models. And I thought the Barkley guy was actually cute, but come to find out, he likes to record women, fuck women while recording them, <laughs> and then turn it into art installations. How yeah. cute. Anyway, he's like a hot Harvey, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Um, he, so I found out that um, this is the one interesting piece of a trivia that they wanted to give me on wiki is that the Derek character, mm-hmm. uh, which is the model. the model, the model who looks like Rupert Everett, right? Is that the correct actor that I'm oh, thinking you of? think? The the gay friend of Julia Roberts and my best friend. I know you. I know. Okay, yeah. oh, I, I, I can see sure a semi resemblance. I thought it was him for a split second, but then this guy is such a bad actor that I knew it couldn't be Rupert. Ever. I thought he was actually kind of perfectly 
It works. It, it definitely works. There was a part later. I like literally laugh. Like I, I laughed out loud later at something you said. So. Where he's like, "Oh, is that that's funny, right? It's like funny. It makes you laugh." Um, but his character is uh, based on one-time Calvin Klein underwear model, Michael Berain. Berain. I don't know. I feel like it's. <laughs> It's reading is French. Berain. I, I don't know who that is. Candace Bushnell was one briefly involved. Bergen. Oh, Bergen. I was just, I, I'm just blind. Candace Bergen was involved? No, my, his name is Michael Bergen, not Michael Berain. It's Michael Bergen. <laughs> <laughs> Has stated that he he auditioned for the job of his alter ego, but was told he was too old for the part. I don't know what that means. I just copied and pasted that. He was told, he stated he auditioned for the job of his alter ego, but was told he was too old for the part. Okay, the guy, the real guy. The real guy that this is based on auditioned to be play that part, but he must have been 50 at the time. And they were like, oh, you're too old to play that. Got it. Okay, fine. Which so we, did you think that Derek was? Were we into Derek, the model? Yeah, I like a schnoz, and he has like oh, a I nose. He he oh. just he talks about his his like that's why I like Jeremy Allen White and like. Oh God! Don't get me fucking started on Jeremy and Allen Adam White. Driver. Oh, Adam Driver is fine. I don't know where my my uh, see. I, I've been really see, like teetering on the edge. Yeah, but what's the deal? Like, because I don't like like you know people would lump in Adam Driver that Jeremy um, chef White. guy. Yeah, and like you said, Pete Davidson and stuff, which they are like ugly hot eyes, which also all all of them do. Or uh, Pete Davidson though, and Adam. Well, Adam Driver number one. Pete Davidson would be number two, and. That Jeremy guy would be like, I wouldn't even want him near me. I, I, <laughs> I need help. Please, someone help me understand this because people are thirsting hard for him. Oh, so you don't get him? You don't get that he's the hot. Jeremy Allen White, right? You don't see that. White, yeah. Whatever you don't think he's hot? I do not. But have you watched The Bear? Um, I've watched the first episode, and I, I no. Okay. I, I just don't like his whole like vibe it. at all. Okay, if you um, watch you watch the whole series, you would think he was hot. He's just he's very talented. Okay, well, that's not why I think Adam Driver's hot or Pete Davidson. Well, they all they have big dick dick energy. Yeah, I don't think this Jeremy Allen White guy has big dick energy. Does anyway? If you can help me understand, please help me understand. Have the big ones. Someone send me a DM on our Instagram, um, P-A-T-C pod, and I will be able to give me a, like, tell me what you like about this man, please. Just watch the bear. You'll like him. But okay. I won't. I can't. Okay. He's the reason I can't, I don't want to watch it. Well, that's. Because I'm like, ew, he's not, he's gross. It's winning every award. It's amazing. He won. Okay. (sighs) Don't get me started on the bear, which Jody, sorry. Jody thinks that show is called Food. (laughs) and she also hates it okay so we start out here miranda um in i mean looking full lesbian as usual though Um, i will say generally in this episode everything was softened up and lightened up already no one's wearing black i mean there's there's black clothes There's like touches but like carrie's hair is already lighter Mm -hmm. longer 
not always in a middle part, kind of Bobby type thing. Yeah, and she's, it's just blonder. You know. Um, but she's on a date. Uh, Miranda's on a date at a dinner party with this guy named Nick Wexler. And he's busted. And um, he's with his all of his friends. This is very, this is very like Bobby, 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 it baby. Really Bobby is. Um, so they they have this conversation where they discuss, like, okay. Oh, uh, old movie stars who you'd want to fuck, oh, and um, so like, who, so what would your answer be? I wanted. To, I was going to ask you the same thing. I, as far as old movie stars, I look back and I see like things of like Marlon Brando when he was like <gasps> that's young. Who I was gonna. That's what I wrote down is Marlon Brando because he I, seemed damaged, and I feel like I could. <laughs> <laughs> when he was like, young, like yes, those clips of young. him, like when he's like, I'm in black and white and shit. Yeah, he looks fine. I've literally never really watched any of his movies, so but weird. I'm like, Ooh. well, you know, for the time, I think right. James Dean was also, was that, that name? James, Dean? James he was Dean? also very handsome. And all, not the porn star James Dean. No. I also, I know this isn't old enough, but I used to like have such a thing for like a guy like Tom Selleck. Oh, I can see. Uh, like you like a stash. One of my like, I, I was like one of my, um, you know, you all have these things that like you were like something you thought something was hot at one point or like someone affected you in some way. And then it like imprinted on you what you're going to find hot the rest of your life. Kind of. Have you ever thought about Tom, that? Was this Tom Selleck for you in like Three Men and a Baby or during No, that? well, he was hot in Three Men and a Baby, <laughs> I think. But it was that when I was in like um, kindergarten or first grade, I went to a pre- like a like a hippie school kind of. Yeah. And our PE teacher, I just he that what he imprinted on my brain because I could he always had like you could always see like his chest hair. Like oh, he yeah. had like really good chest. And why am I remembering this from being five and six years old? But he, <laughs> he had chest hair and he had like hairy legs, but like was beefy and muscular. Like, right. Like, and I, bet, I bet his shorts could have been a, a size bigger, but he chose to stick with the tighter ones. That's the image. I mean, like, who yeah. knows? I can't remember shit from when I was five, but somehow this image that I've portrayed in my brain of that and now that has repeated like i like a, a you know anyway um so that's what i was thinking like have you seen selling. the movie iron claw yet no okay because well chef is in it and i'm like ugh. chef is in it i i downloaded it um and i started watching it yesterday but then i was too stoned so i stopped watching it but i'm gonna watch it tonight but i mean if you want to see like zach zach efron's wearing like Tidies the whole time. Like, I don't want to see it because fully featured. I'm going to hold on to Zach Efron of like high school music eight years ago, maybe or seven or eight years ago. Uh, like he had a really sweet spot. Yeah, I know. And I know he broke his jaw. Like I feel really, really like trust me. I and look, I don't think I'm anywhere on the equivalent level of Zach Efron, nor would I think he would even look at me to have sex with me or want me. He looks but, weird though. He definitely like, looks weird. I'm like, whoa, what happened? Like, you know, he's not what he looked like. So I'm not as into him as before. And I think he also maybe has some troubling things. I think there's reasons oh, that his yeah. jaw got he broken, was, that he was wearing actor. glasses. Yeah. No, but I think he does a lot of bad things. 
Oh, okay. Interesting. What were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) No, old movie stars. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're pretty similar. I mean, Marlon Brando in the day. Yeah, Marlon Brando, chef's kiss. I could definitely fuck both guys in Singing in the Rain, except I would probably rather uh, fuck the, like, more busted one, the one that isn't Gene Kelly. I got to be honest, most men that were in movies back then... It yeah. might be the way they were and they were presented. They carry as well, which well, is why yes, I'm attracted yes. to them as well. Yeah, and, and normally gay people are at least slightly more attractive than they care their straight right. counterpart. And usually, another one, like another sexual awakening for me is I don't even know what his name is, but in the uh, the movie Carousel from like 1960, the guy that plays uh-huh. Billy Bigelow, that guy is fucking, and again, damaged damage like would definitely be a january 6th (laughs) 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 like that character would be the insurrection but like see that kind of thing i got into a thing like i used to watch that movie um bachelor party but not actually watch it there was this one character it's the tom hanks movie never heard of it Oh, girl, you should watch it at some point. It's a Tom Hanks movie. You love Tom Hanks, right? I do love Tom Hanks, yeah. Um, well, he's in it. Tawny Katane's in it. He's getting married, oh. and so they have this wild bachelor party thing. There's this one character that has this, like, progressive scene where he has his shirt, like, unbuttoned. And again, he has a hairy chest, <laughs> like, and muscles, kind of. But Tom he's, like, kind of... No, 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 no. This is a different guy. Oh, okay, gotcha. This is one of the bachelors in the movie. I would rewind this shit. To, like, watch, like, on VHS, like, to, like, watch these, like, moments. Uh-huh. So, really, a lot of what, um, oh, I was going to just reference something else. But, um, yeah, you know, um, that's why I don't think Saltburn was that depraved. <laughs> I looked up all the spoilers for Saltburn. Anyway. Not that crazy. Okay, so, anyway, so, they're discussing the old movie stars they want to fuck. And now... Now, Miranda goes into the kitchen with the ladies, and um, in the kitchen, the women tell Miranda that Nick only dates models, and she's mm-hmm. super pissed. And um, they do a little run through of the models that he dated. Wait, I was I was um I was troubled by the sequencing here because Same. now they do like a flashback, like oh, here's a flashback of all the different boring models that he brought around, and they would have this old movie star conversation mm-hmm. with them each time. And in these flashbacks, everyone seems bored and annoyed, like, oh, this is the 700th time we've had this conversation. Yet, in present day, they seem like this is the first time they've ever had this conversation, right? I was thinking the same thing, but okay. logic tells me that now that we know that they asked, they want, they literally, his friend specifically had requested him to not date a model. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that they would then be like, now they're going to be into it because they want him to date this girl. Yeah, you that's how I, mean? I had to justify it to myself too. Hang on, I'm just plugging in my headphones, different headphones. Because I logically too was, I was also like, um, what? That doesn't make sense. Because this almost seemed like it was the first time they'd ever done it in the original one. Right. And then they did it. I got, yes. But then I was like, okay. Because then we do find out that this man is what? A modelizer. Right. So she gets mad. I remember watching this when I was like, I don't know, I was probably like 
20 when this episode first aired. And I remember being like, she should be, um, she should be flattered that he's dating her. Because I didn't get why she Okay, there's no way you that. were 20 when this first aired. It's just. 1998. Oh yeah, fourteen. I guess I didn't. Well, then I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even watch this until I was about twenty. Let's say. Okay. Okay. But, sorry. Or maybe I was fourteen. I was in my teens, and I definitely thought, like, why is she mad? And now, as a forty-one-year-old, I'm like, oh, I can. To- that would bother me too so much. I'd be like, what the fuck? I think the same because it's basically saying that you're not a model. And you're the antithesis of a model or, like, the opposite of what his friends would consider a model. But I also think this whole trope is kind of really outdated. You know, they start the episode even being like, you know, everyone's talking about and obsessed with models. Everyone has these conversations about, oh, what's it like to date a model? Like, is that – I mean, maybe that's happening in New York. But – Maybe. I mean – uh, I don't know but, anyone who's dated a model. But then the way she and the way Miranda de, um, talks to him, she gets mad at him, like in the cab on the way home. And they like they seem to break up over this. And it and the way he talks back to her about it is like, don't be pissed. You had a good time. Right. So I feel like he was almost saying like, oh, I brought you just to appease my friends rather than I actually like you because they don't go out again after this. Oh. It's like over. Like I think he brought her just to just because her friends his friends were pissed. Yeah. At all the models. Yeah. So it seems like they just end this right here and that's it. Oh, I don't think it ever started anywhere. Right. He like wasn't into her. He's like, oh, no, there's this I think lesbian he specifically at my, only my, invited my her. accounting firm. <laughs> okay. So that the second he walked in, the people would be like, Oh yeah, that's not a model. Which is really annoying in general. It's like, why couldn't Cynthia... Honestly, Cynthia Nixon could probably be a model. Like, a high fashion model compared to, like, you know... I think in general, if I ever actually decide to date again, I need whoever I'm dating's To be a model. No, I need them to be (laughs) significantly less attractive than me. Oh, they're Because otherwise... Okay. Like, I would need... Because otherwise I'd be comparing, like myself to oh well his ex was way hotter than me i need his ex to be significantly less attractive than me okay do you agree or you'd rather date someone who dates models i would just be like if you are a person who's dating your your mo is dating models there's one (laughs) there's zero way that we would have ever gotten anywhere on anything oh but unless you are a cool guy I, i don't get that so but Joan, I wouldn't have made it to the Mr. Date. Big says at the end of the day, you just want someone who's going to make you laugh, which like, yeah. Uh, so you just called me fat, basically. That's how I would take that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, Mr. Big was doing something for me. In the, uh, I feel like you're going to really have an interesting journey. Oh, I think I am, baby, because <laughs> I was thinking he was teasing my, I was like in the last, in the first episode, I was like, Oh, wait, he's kind of, he's like looking cuter than I remembered. And then this episode, they stepped it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm um, sorry to, sorry to get us off track there, but. Um, okay. Oh yeah. God forbid. <laughs> uh, so now, um, uh, Carrie's now, um, in. Okay. She has her iconic apartment now. Like she finally has her regular apartment. We didn't say that on the first episode, but she had this weird like apartment. It that was like a, hers. a tiny was little really room almost. It was like, weird. I will but, say I have obsessed about something in Carrie's apartment 
ever since I've watched this show. And it's probably something weird, but I'm obsessed with the way her bed is set up where she has a bed and then like behind it, it's like a table. Yeah. And then she has things that like she puts stuff on the tape, but like, yeah, above on the wall, but then she has these, this table like behind her bed, almost like a sofa table. And then she has, I don't know. There's something so chic about that, that I'm, I just, I've I've like loved forever. There is something effortlessly chic about this apartment and I love it. And, and I thought this episode was really cool because they showed a couple iconic things too. That like, well, we have Carrie typing on her laptop and she is seated. Okay. So she's on her bed, laptop in front of her. Mm -hmm. She is kneeling, which this is a position I have never been able to sit in in my entire life like really? completely yeah like i'm just i'm i'm the least flexible person in the entire universe but like even as a kid um i i could not sit on my heels like that so she's sitting uh. on her heels in bed wearing just underwear just underwear and then like polygamous shirts like a long sleeve with like a tank top on top oh i didn't point i didn't <laughs> notice that but i love that <laughs> I love that. I mean, it was chic as fuck, but I'm like, what kind of monster if, are you that you're you're sitting on your heels in bed while leaning forward and typing? I think if I was skinny enough, I might do that. I don't think it's a skinny thing. It's a flexibility <laughs> thing. I'm very flexible. I actually oh, could do that. Oh, you could probably that. do this. Oh, I, I could, there's no I could way. totally get into that position and get out of it, but I'm not going to sit there for 30 minutes and be like... right. Also, I can't sit like that anymore anyway because of my shattered ankle. So my foot doesn't bend in that way. Oh, yeah. My foot's kind of fused in just kind of one position. (laughs) You should watch me go down the stairs. You would point and laugh at me. I know you would. I'm a kind person. I don't point and laugh at people. I promise you would point and laugh at me. (laughs) I look like a 95-year-old walking down the stairs. Um, Okay, so uh, Carrie's typing. Um... Later at Carrie's house, all the women are over. All four of our gals are over, and they're eating some Chinese food. And Samantha has some bangs. She's rocking the bangs back here in season one. I got to say, that Chinese food. Oh, Chinese food always looked fucking good. It looked especially good. I was like, oh, I want that badly. Really badly. And I just loved that Samantha, you know, they go. Okay, they go around and they're talking about what their insecurities mm-hmm. are, right? I wanted to ask you, what do you, okay, I, do you think that, okay, so I'm going to first relate this to Home Alone in, um, okay. you know, where Kevin, <laughs> Kevin pulls out the picture of Buzz's yes, girlfriend. And he Buzz, goes, your girlfriend, woof. And yeah. there's like this whole trivia fact that that was a boy in the picture mm-hmm. because they didn't want anyone to be offended, like any girl mm-hmm. to be offended. So do mm-hmm. you think that the writers went to all three women that say something that they don't like about themselves and asked? Or do you think that they just assigned them these things? Because all three things that the women point out that they don't like about their physical appearance are things that you would believe that they actually do think. I'm going to guess they asked. I would think so, too. I can I imagine that, that they'd write it. <laughs> like, you're going to write a script for... Um, Sarah Jessica Parker after she didn't want to do your show and your yeah. thing is you're saying that your nose, your nose is bad. <laughs> yeah. But you so, know what? Samantha loved it her whole. She's like, she doesn't I love everything. But and they I'll, say that she's had plastic surgery, but I'm like. Uh, no. They said no. you paid for it. And she's like, I haven't had plastic surgery yet. 
I feel like she's maybe had Botox, but um, uh, Charlotte says she hates her thighs, and mm-hmm. which I which also is, would believe because she's she is curvy in that way that like her butt is slightly kind of bigger than the rest of her body. And then Carrie says, "I'll I'll I'll show you uh some thighs and raise you a a ha ha." She points at her nose, and um, Cynthia Nixon or Miranda says, "I'll raise you. I'll take your nose and I'll raise you a chin." So mm-hmm. I guess she doesn't like her chin because she does have she has a a weak chin I guess I yeah and and a lot of people are now doing like chin implants I know yeah like that's what Stassi did to fix her whole face <laughs> okay from Vanderpump Rules no, I know I know who Stassi is come on uh, so uh, anyway they're just talking about that Samantha says there's nothing I don't love about myself so that's nice um, next we have interview this interview section because they do this through all of season one where they still interview like random people on the street I noticed a couple fun things in this that okay um, what the model her name is Zandrella X A N D R E L L A. And I also thought Brad Fox could fuck me. Oh, that's the guy working out? Yeah. Well, the one who's like, oh. yeah, he's pumping, he's, he's doing pumping these. the iron. He's right. like the only other guy besides the gross man who I fucking despise the model. <laughs> right. Like, so. Uh, and Nick says uh, that that busted guy that you hate. He's he has an interview <laughs> where he's like trying to hail a cab, and he turns to the camera and he goes, "It's not that models don't have brains; they have them. They just don't need to use them." I'm like, oh, I guess in 1997 that was a funny joke. I guess. I just think like, okay, if we're really deep diving into like the whole conceit of what this is about, which is being with beautiful, like wanting to fuck beautiful women because they're beautiful. Like, this does not really give much even... There's no depth to this conversation about that's represented in this episode because anyone who really wants that is... That's not... Like, what kind of relationship... You're not wanting a relationship. You're not prioritizing a person. And I can't quite understand... I mean, I understand if I'm going on Grinder to fuck someone based on how they look. Right. Or the vibe they're giving off. But, like... Then to say you're going to then be dating a model, why? What's the point? Right. But it also, I mean, uh, listen, I've never been thin or tall in my life or had any kind of curves in my body, but like. You're not um, busted. Yeah, sure. Thanks. I mean, in the, like, <laughs> that's what I, like, I mean, you know. Uh, no, but I, listen, I know I'm a character actress. I, I get it. I, I've, I've established that. Excuse but, me. Like, you've played. And now you've actually gone beyond character actors. You're pretty. You're prettier than what you would typical typically um, classify as a character actress. Sorry. Right. I'm not. Uh, what's that woman's name? That you was could insane. play an ingenue. You're not Jackie. Co- Jackie. Not Jackie, Jackie Hoffman. Cox. That's who Jackie I'm Hoffman. About. Yes. Yes. yes Jesus. <laughs> like right. I love her though. No, don't oh, get me fucking I wrong. I love here. her. Too. Don't get me She's... wrong. But I would say you kind of give me like an Amy Sedaris vibe. In, okay, thank you. Yeah, I'll take it. In that she can play, she could like meld into like a weird character look, but mm. she's gorgeous. Like, but you can, so I'm you telling can you right up, now that you you're clean up nice, gorgeous. Oh my god, you totally have a crush on me. Uh, what I'm really going for here is just <laughs> saying that um, I feel like I should not like thin, tall, pretty girls, but. Mm. 
Like my best friend in college was Jenny, who is mm-hmm. this weird enigma of being tall, thin, gorgeous, and also the most hilarious person ever. Like just hilarious. So like they do exist out there. Like this is really putting those people in such a box. It really is. And that's why this trope again is very outdated. This episode Mm -hmm. felt, I'll say this episode somehow felt more outdated than the first episode. Oh, for sure. And at the end of this episode, we're going to rank each episode and see like, Uh like, I think, I'm just going to say now, I think this is worse than the pilot. I am. It was more upsetting. So we could do our ranking right now. I'm putting it bang. And anything we, like, it's all up from here, hopefully. Uh Because it it really gave us the double whammy of, and we aren't even to that, like, part yet. But that's where it really sealed me, is the art. Right. Yeah, the Me Too movement of it all. art. Well, well, let's get right into all of that because now Carrie is hanging out with her hot straight question mark. This, I feel like this actor is definitely gay. She away. knows too many hot straight men that yeah, she's like, never had any kind of romantic her? any situation with. Exactly. That, now, men and women can be friends. I'm not saying they can't, but um, I would I think that I they, they would have hooked up at one point. Uh, exactly. Her. Every straight male friend that I still have, I have at least slept with a couple times. <laughs> There's something wrong with that? And it's, like, just fine. I have some straight male friends that I wish I would have slept with, too. But I feel like you have a lot of straight male friends who you have also hooked up with. You have hooked up with. Um, anyway. (laughs) Actually, I know for sure that you have. All right. um, So, anyway. He's making this art, the ugliest art of all the art. And um, she says that he's, like, successful, but he's never actually sold a painting I thought the art, the paintings was were gorgeous. I really did. Okay. The original work that he was doing, I liked. I thought that was cool. It was pouring All right, well, he, shit and moving it around and whatever. It was, I, I don't understand art at all. But he says to Carrie, um, you have to treat models like they're regular girls. Like, like with dogs. You have to show no fear. Cool, Barkley. Uh, this made me want to vomit. Yeah. Like, it, it almost made me like repulsed back into where I just was like, okay, like, is this part over yet? I I didn't want to listen because then he does. He walks over and introduces her to his most underwater. Oh, oh, wait, no, no, no. You're moving ahead because first, now he's about to say something worse than. Oh, great. I literally didn't even listen. I think I was so like tuned. Anyway. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. No, because I'm leading this. I'm like, Oh, I have to take notes for this one. But then I'm like, but Joan has to take notes on the girls episode. So that's probably. I hope I don't let you down. (laughs) (laughs) Like he says something, he refers to them as things and Carrie's like, Oh, like you're, you just called them, you refer to models as things and Barkley, which isn't that the dog's name from Sesame street from like big bird in Japan. He gets stuck with big bird in Japan. Isn't that the dog Barkley? Uh, is it? Is it? I don't that know. Big fluffy oh, orange oh, dog. Oh yeah. Big carpet. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. But it is a dog's name, and this I man is a dog. Yeah, I think and maybe he, and they're he, laying it on a little thick. With yeah, the, she goes. You just called them things, and he goes, "Well, they are things. They're beautiful things, like justifying." Okay, Awesome. So then he goes, well, let me show you where my real art is. So he takes her into this other room and it's very, um, this reminds me of, and I, you probably haven't, I don't know if you've seen it. We're going to get to it in 
girls, which is on our Patreon. Um, she, uh, what's her name? Marnie dates this guy named Booth Jonathan, which I think is a hilarious name. He's like, he's an artist. Yeah. And oh. he also, also does this weird art and he like makes her like sit in this room and watch all these videos of like animals being slaughtered and stuff and oh god like this is my art and i'm sure sure that allison williams does a wonderful job acting during that scene she does i am i like allison williams in the show (gasps) i love i like girls i take all the time and I'll, i'll repeat this over later i think she's actually gotten worse at acting I agree she's gotten um, worse, but she something in the Marnie character she managed to make work. Um, anyway. But anyway, he shows her his videotape collection of just, you know, having sex with all these models without consent. They have no idea. And Carrie's fine with it. She's, she, like, oh. she's like, let me get out a cigarette. Oh, like, dude, if like some guy like showed me that, I'd be like, I'd call That's the police. Really I, I'm sorry. You didn't I would. Them? I would call the police. I'm not kidding. At this day of fuck day, and that's why this is so. Oh, the fact that this is even like anything on a light, fluffy ish, sexy show makes me want to vomit. It makes me want to literally go back in time and punch the person who's writing this part. But in 1997, if you called the cops, they'd be like, so what do you want me to do about it? I mean, to be honest, nowadays, if you call the cops, they probably wouldn't do anything. They come and if you're poor, they'll beat you up anyway. But it's like, <laughs> that, that, that is this true. whole yeah. thing makes me sick. This, I can't, I'm like so disgusted and repulsed. And the fact that they sit there and he's like so proud of it. And Carrie's fine with it. And that's oh, art. Well, next, next vanity uh, project. Carrie oh. has a date to go out on a, just walking in her fur jacket. Uh, with okay, some- though. This is my favorite outfit of the week. Oh, yeah. This is my Solely based on the coat. Because this coat is a Carrie iconic piece. In fact, I think this might be the coat that she's wearing when she puts on the silk pajamas and pearls. And is running through the street. Or going through the street in the old lane sign. Because she has a fur coat. And I swear it's this one. Because this one, Mm, I've always noticed that. I think it's white in the movie. But I may be wrong. I I've think it's lightened up over time, possibly. <laughs> Again, no nerd bullying, but we're right. Con- we're right. Um, I swear, I know she does wear this when they go to like the baseball game. Oh yeah, too. that's a great episode. Love. That's when it starts getting good. Yeah. I was reading back like through some of the episode descriptions of what are coming up, and I was getting really excited because some yeah. of the episodes are like. Oh, really good. and by the way, really guys, good. just so you know, Jen from Real Housewives Recaps on YouTube has chosen, uh, I, I was like, listen, we obviously need to have you on as a guest. And she chose Oh Come All Ye Faithful, which is the season finale of season one, which I think is going to be perfect. I'm so excited. Oh. I've never had a guest. And <laughs> Carrie, I just, I know she wears so many iconic outfits in that episode, but like that's oh. where she goes to like watch Mr. Big at church with his mom. And she has like this, that hat on and like that stripy dress. And it's a Christmas episode. It's not Christmas. No. Oh, come all ye faithful. Yeah, I think the faithful is just relating to the fact that she finds out that Big goes to church every every. Is that week. the one where Mar- where Samantha's fucking the priest? No, that's uh, oh, that's God. the episode where she's wearing purple leather gloves, and it's 
season three, episode one, I want to say. It's the episode where Carrie turns 35 and no one shows up to her birthday party. Okay, well, in about a year and a half, we'll get <laughs> yeah. to see that one. <laughs> We're gonna start um, edging now. Anyway, um, dude, I love Sex in the City, but this this episode was slight. Was yeah, it's a bad one. But anyway, Skipper says I'm obsessed with your friend Miranda. Now they fixed his hair. Yeah. Oh, he looks. I mean, I would. He's he's attractive. He's an attractive guy. He's cute. But they fixed his hair. At he's least like they big, got rid of the dang sexy. They got rid of the the tendrils. Um, but she goes, "Well, why don't you call her?" And he's like, "I haven't called her a hundred times. I've left her a thousand messages." And I again, I feel like me at age whatever whatever age I was watching this, I was like, "What a what a bitch Miranda is." That's so like nice that he's calling her over and over, and now having as Joan knows, oh. recently. 
they're like, okay, um, show me your ID. She's like, I don't have to do that. Blah, 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 blah. She's like running her mouth doing this whole thing. They're like, okay, you're now under arrest. She's like, no. She's on the phone with someone being like, they're trying to arrest me. They want to, they want to make me get out of the car. They're trying to get to arrest me. And I'm thinking in that, I'm that, I think you have to have gone insane. It's a similar thing where. Can I make a, can I, can I uh, make a, a wild guess here? Is this person a white female? Like Karen style? I actually, well, I they just, never just, showed like, her. Oh, they didn't show her. Okay. They, you could hear her talking. I feel like white women are young. So, are so privileged that they, there is. they're the only ones that would. There's a lot of video. Like, did you see that one? It was around COVID and this woman standing outside being like, I don't have to wear a mask. Yes. And I, I, blah, I blah, blah, already blah, blah. know what you're talking about. I already know what you're yeah. talking about. Yep. I know. Though I will say one of my favorite iconic Karen moments is. The Appleton, Wisconsin Bath and Body Works candle. candle. <laughs> I know you that's know, so old now, but I love. Before you started that sentence, Angela. I, her name's Angela. Yes, Angela. And she was wearing like a Michigan T-shirt. Yeah, she's like, um, I just want to say, I, I can't even do it. I'm Have so. Have you bad seen at the YouTube video where those girls reenact it? Like they do, like lip syncing to it. No. Okay, I'm going to send it to you because that's okay. what you need to watch. It's three girls reenacting the whole thing. Oh. And it's it's like oh. drunk history kind of. And it oh, is, like they're the other people. They're Well, they're oh. just reenacting the whole thing. But it's it's good. I'll, I'll send it to you. We can maybe post it. it on our social media, Joan. Ooh. All right. Okay. Let's go back to sex. And follow the us. So, yeah, fo- follow us on Instagram. We have like 20 followers already. Blowing up. We're going to be rich so soon. Um, I don't think you make money on Instagram, do you? Yeah, once you went, I mean, Ow. once you have a bunch of followers. Once we have 10,000 followers, we're really close. Come yeah. on, guys. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. Uh, so anyway, Skipper grabs, uh, Carrie calls Miranda, and she's like, hey, Miranda. And then Skipper grabs the phone and, like, leaves this voice message. It's actually very cute. Mm-hmm. He's like, you better call me. <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. But but seriously, if you could just call me, that'd be really great. But uh, if you don't call me, I'll kill you. No, just kidding. But uh, really, if you could just call me, that'd be wonderful. Uh, have a great night. I thought this was uh, gross. Uh, now, If Carrie someone left me that me message, I would have the opposite of a bone. I feel like they were really still trying to figure out what they were going to do with Stanford. They couldn't figure out really kind of where they were. I will say, him here. they transitioned to this modeling... Um, can you hear me? They transitioned yeah, to this talking. to this modeling backstage thing, and I have always been obsessed with these type of like backstage model runway scenes. There's these George Michael like uh, one I was obsessed with. Then the you know they did these series of George Michael music videos where he had the models in them. You know? Okay. Do you know that? Um. I've said this on my other podcast, but my parents cut off our cable when I was oh. in grade four because my grades dropped to a B. Um, and what? Yeah, so they cut <laughs> off all cable. So we had four channels. They were all local Canadian channels. And so I never lived through the MTV or Much Music era because I never had oh. a channel. I've, I've seen one music video... Okay, in my life, I've probably seen 20 music videos, but the only one I remember seeing as a child was the music video Stay, Lisa Loeb, 
And there's a cat. There's Mm -hmm. a cat in that video. When she's in the house. I used to be really into VH1 and MTV hardcore. I'd watch music videos all the time. But there is this George Michael video to Too Funky, which is this song. This song is everything. It's it's one of my... How does it go? It's like, the beginning is like a glissando, I think, on the piano where it's like... And he's like, hey, just too funky for me. Blah, 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 blah. And then it goes into... um, What's the fucking chorus? I, I couldn't, I, I can't get to the chorus. Keep talking, I'll find it on my phone. And um, the it. music video, the original music video, has all this uh, um, Thierry Mugler fashion, which if you know anything about fashion, Thierry Mugler is like this very prominent um, fashion designer. And his looks are very iconic. Like, they're still used in a lot of things, and people are very, like, the housewives love him now. Like, the knockoff okay. bullshit. Anyway, Oh, like one, of the icon- okay. one of the iconic things is this, like, corset. <laughs> this corset that, lo- like, looks like fire, and it has handlebars on it and, like, okay. headlights on it. Like, it's supposed to look like a motorcycle. Anyway, I was obsessed with this music video, the original one, because it's all these people. It's, like, backstage okay. on a okay. fashion show. Mean, yeah. And then they're do- they're each coming out on the fashion show in, like, all these, like, wild outfits. And- this? Yeah. I've never heard this in my life. Oh my God. It but these good. models are fabulous. These, this fashion is very fabulous. And now when I'm, you know, eight years old watching this shit on, I think it was on VH1. I, you know, MTV was a little more punk than, or like a little more hardcore than that. Um, but oh my God, that shit sparked everything in me. So I this, I love this backstage what shit. life would have been like for little Joan if Drag Race was airing when you were like seven. I would honestly... <laughs> how much more fabulous you even would have been back then. I want to partially not think about it because <laughs> I definitely think that... Um, you would have been more of a handful, I think. Well, I think I probably too would have been able to be a little more authentic. I do Maybe, think yeah, that true. like um because of the time I grew up, you know, that sounds so old man, the time I grew up in. But you know, compared to now, there's a lot a lot larger spectrum of sexuality to and gender and all of that. To mm-hmm. where when I was a when I was a kid, it was like there was a boy or a girl, or like you were a word that you're not supposed to say anymore. Like or right. you know. So uh, I could see, like, uh, you know, if someone didn't want, if someone wanted to call me they, them, I would take that, or like he, they. Well, you're, you're, but at junk. the same time, I'm so like ingrained and like that stuff yeah. doesn't really matter to me. Luckily, my parents were all were supported. Like, I mean, I think yeah. my dad rolled his eyes quite a bit at being like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I was expecting something. But he like accepted that. you, and your, and your oh, mom totally. is a lesbian. I love I mean, that. Kathy's my, like, the coolest, like, friend's mom. My like, my parents there. are just, yeah, they always let me be mm-hmm. me. Um, and so I probably would have been more excited. But you know what? I had first wives club. I didn't need drag race. I had plenty of fabulous faggotry. You don't own me. My, my mom was obsessed with um, designing women. So we'd watch designing women. So I had those ladies which my mom said she was going to email our email address um, and just type two words, designing women, because that's what she wants us to cover. So Yeah, um, I think after 
Well, Golden Girls is so long. I don't know. We'll throw Designing Women. Whatever the we problem finish, is, we'll, and we'll start. All with of those women. other shows are going to take us twelve years because we're doing Girls one a month. Yeah, but oh yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. You never know. Like, you know what? If you guys really, like, um, if you fluff up my ego a little bit more, I might just be like, ooh, let's blast some. I don't. Anyway, I'm we not We could gonna... do another tier. Uh, this is all, it's all. Uh, we're learning. It's all golden. I mean, I'm um, learning. Anyway, so okay, we're let's at get done. Jesus. Stanford. Yeah, so we're at Stanford. He is representing this model client, Derek the Bone. What the fuck did that mean? I was confused I guess, by that. Does he have a big dick? I mean, that's all I could think of. But like, they didn't okay. show even his bulge, though. No, this guy. He looks like Robert Everett. Um, Stanford's like in love with this guy. Uh, he been says there, that he's babes, been there, been <laughs> well, there. <laughs> well, this was this this was hitting a tiny bit too close to home. Like, um, I feel like a gay man being in love with like their straight. Friend is the equivalent mm-hmm. of just a theater girl in high school being in love with their gay best friend. I will say, um, in my experience, the situation with Derek and Stanford is not as um, heavy as it's ever been in my, like, I've been a lot, anyway. <laughs> like, you've been more, inve- like, emotionally invested than <laughs> And I think the other guy is a little emotionally invested as well. You know, I think Derek has no interest in Stanford. Yeah. Whereas I ha- anyway, I'll just leave it at that. Um, sure. We'll save that for Patreon. <laughs> what, what, we should do like a hundred dollar Patreon where we really go deep into. I would be scared because history. I leak. Yeah. I, I keep getting that thing now in my head where people are like, you know, you're, your internet histories forever or something, your digital <gasps> I, footprint I or something. No, I'm like, yeah, I, I want to have like a, uh, you know how it's like people like uh, true crime people be like, Oh, I need to have a, if I go missing package. Yeah. Right. I want to have like something that I just send out to like you and Jody and like Justine and just like my really close friends where I just have like all of my internet code or like, just here's a code to get. Here's where my computer will be located, and you are going to throw it into the Atlantic Ocean. I hate to break it to you, <laughs> but if it's out there, it's no out del- there. It, you're not deleting well, it. I'll say I I scrambled and had a panic moment as a new podcaster might, where I said something that maybe I didn't. It was fine. Want. I re-listened to it. It was totally I, fine. I know it's fine, but I, I may have said something that was a. Much that you know, in case my aunt listens, uh-huh. so I don't know that they'll have made it that far, but um, yeah, so I, 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 um, I get it, but I am still worried that that's floating somewhere. But if you listen to our Patreon, I say that stuff plenty, but you know, this oh, yeah, is, we get just we get anyone some, can find this, stuff. and I'm kind of scared about that. <laughs> oh, great. Well, don't yeah. tell them. Okay. <laughs> I, I think they probably know. So Samantha. Okay. So Samantha's at this fashion show. Fashion show. Fashion show at lunch. And Samantha thinks that Barkley. What did you write that? I'm sorry, but I keep saying, I keep interrupting and extending this longer, but Samantha is the star of this show. And, and just like that is going to suck without her. And I wrote, this is literally my exact note. Samantha's the star of the show and AJLT is going to suck without her. Fuck Sarah Jessica Parker. Well, we don't know the whole story, Joan. 
I'm going to put a, a good idea on what's happening there. And I don't care if they need to pay her $50 billion to get her back on the show. Just watching that that moment of her sitting there at the fashion show, the, the, the group is parted. The camera comes up to her. Samantha Jones is whatever. And it's like, now I like this episode. Now yeah, I'm not angry. Um, they, so she thinks that Barkley... Barkley Mm -hmm. is hot and Carrie's like no he only dates models and now Samantha is taking this on as a conquest because like if I can have sex with this guy that means that I am a model which also like you are a you are a model she's basically a model yeah I would say the only difference is that she's older in their eyes she doesn't look that old. She looks... I don't think so either. She looks like she's in her early 30s. She looks younger than all the other girls. Um, anyway, um, they go to the after party. This after party looks like it's uh, taking place in like a garage somewhere. But um, mm-hmm. they're at this after party for this fashion show. And Mr. Big happens to be there. And he comes up to Carrie and he says, I've been reading your column and it's cute. And she's like, oh, cute or like interesting. And he goes, uh, no, cute. And that was very sexy. He's just very charming. They have very oh, good chemistry. I have the biggest, one of my really <laughs> big, big, big things, like, in the last few years that I've recognized is I like floppy hair. I have Ooh. this thing for the hair that goes kind of up. Like Leo and DiCaprio, it, you know, like, like, drawing Kate Winslet. like one Well, of like, Ryder Strong in oh, okay, um, Boy yeah. Meets World. He had, the, like, and, like, Big has here. Like, he's sitting there, it's looking at him from the side, and there's this, like, kind of curl of here. Oh, good God. I was... And he was in all black, I think, in this one, mm-hmm. or, like, darker looking. Well, he's always in a suit, yeah. The first one, though, his suit was, like, bright pinstripe, like, a very... Like, a brighter pattern and brighter colors than I would have expected or wanted. I want him in darkness. And he was in that, and I was... <laughs> in the shadows. Um, and he's like, oh, what are you working on now? And Carrie says, oh, I've been working on a column about... I've been working on an article about how, like, men who only date models. And he goes, oh, what do you... Like, he's, he's like, I feel like those men are very lucky. Uh, what have you discovered? And Carrie says, well, I'm discovering some men treat it as a competitive sport. And others treat it like um, uh, they need the validation. Which I think that that's mostly what it is. It is just The like, modelizing thing. Yeah, the modelizing thing. I feel like a lot of those men are just incels. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, that didn't get oh, yeah. sex in high school. So now well, they're like dating models. Without using names or something, it is a situation of like a person who's older or grosser or whatever finding mm-hmm. some young piece and thinking that anyone in their right mind is going to think that they're actually in love and it's, it's not. It's just big that, Ed on uh, yeah. Fiance. And now I don't. That's where I kind of don't understand is where like there has to like are. I would feel embarrassed if I'm that person. Like if I'm out with a girl who's right. a model and I'm him. Like I mean, I'm not Big Ed though either, or like whoever. Yeah, I would be very <laughs> aware if I was out with someone who was significantly in a different like beauty league than me. I would be very self conscious of that. Like, I just think it's hard because like I wouldn't say like that you're. Again, I, I my we don't need to talk growing, about me. I, I just don't guys. think that you're like. I I don't think many guys would be like above your league in some kind of way. Oh, that's really as far nice. As looks. Jones, thank you. Now maybe they like you know are 
really rich or something that they could be out of your league in other ways, but I don't think based on like, looks. Oh, you're a like, podcaster for a living. Just why? Uh, just like I don't. I'm not going to say I think I'm the most hottest man ever. Oh, but I, I would have definitely that... been in love with you in high school. Oh. Like I would have pursued you. Well, oh my god! And then we'd, we'd probably kiss a couple times. You'd like touch my boob, and then we'd both cry afterwards. Luckily, I never kissed girls in high Have school. You, you've never touched a boob. I feel oh, like I've touched. Have. I yeah, don't know if I. I don't think I've touched raw. Boobs. You probably touched my boobs. I Maybe not I've, raw. <laughs> I've seen more boobs than many most straight men, <laughs> and I think that's because of theater. No, well, and because girls are just like whatever. Yeah, okay, I'll good. tell a quick story. I had never when in high school I met this random trashy ass bitch. We used to like rent these hotel rooms and then like drink beer at the hotel room. These like cheap hotel. Anyway, I meet this trashy ass bitch that somehow come is friends with some other person, and she's like, "Oh my god, you're gay!" And I'm like, "Yeah," and she's like. And I think I was just saying something like, oh, I've never seen a vagina, like, in person. Like, I just never actually seen one, like, in real life. You know, I don't even, I didn't know anything about it. She, I think they were saying, oh, there's two holes in it or whatever. And I was like, I don't, I thought it all came out of the, whatever. I still, some of it still baffles me. But this girl's like, you've never seen a vagina? She takes, she has, like, a mini skirt on because it was the time of mini skirts, right? She literally takes her panties all the way off, which is like a thong or something, puts her leg like on the counter, like on like the dresser counter. Yeah. And good. like spreads her vagina open. And what do you think? Show me. I couldn't even look at it. It looks like an Arby's roast, roast beef sandwich. Oh um, my so God. I, here's my like, thing. I love vaginas, Leah Michelle but, um, and what's his face? Oh, Jonathan Groff. Well, yeah, no, this was, yeah, this was the exact same situation. Except this was some trashy girl that I literally had never met. And I'm like, why are you going to peel your vagina open for me? Now, I think women, I think vaginas are beautiful. And in fact, they provide life. So they help. Yeah, right. <laughs> Disclaimer. Please don't uh, send me hate mail already. No, no, that's, I feel like, I honestly, I feel like that story has happened to more people than you would think. Like, oh, I feel yeah. like that has happened a lot. Um, okay, so Carrie, let's finish this out. Um, Carrie, uh, he goes, so Carrie's like, well, I feel like either it's a competition or men just want validation. And Big goes, or uh, some men just love the idea of dating incredibly beautiful women, which I thought was a little condescending. And then Big's uh, date, who is a model, arrives and... Carrie says she immediately feels like the ugly kid at school and she's never felt more invisible. Totally relatable. Um, Carrie tells oh, girl, Samantha. I'm a lifetime third wheeler. And you know what? I'm starting to get sick of it. <laughs> starting to get real sick. I've just it. entered into my third wheel phase and I'm actually loving it. Because <laughs> I just get to go. Girl, home I was your like, third wheel for I go, a few you were, years. You were in a relationship with yeah. We're oh, in I, it was it, like I might as well have been Jesus. Yeah, honestly. Anyway, um, <laughs> which was fun. I have no bad feelings about it. Um, <laughs> Carrie is feeling invisible, so she leaves. And um, uh, oh, and Carrie also at, at some point tells Samantha, "You don't want to date this Barkley guy because he secretly tapes women while he's having sex with them." Fine. So now she's le- uh, leaving, and Derek, uh, the uh, model, the bone. The bone intercepts her and he's like, Hey, uh, can I just come back to your house? Cause I just like it when it's like quiet. 
because my life is so, uh, you know, loud. So they go back to her house. She pours some wine and um, he's like, you know, I'm just really self-conscious. Or no, he says, um, he says he never, she's like, shouldn't you be out with some model right now? And he's like, I don't date models. I think they're all stupid. And they sit and they drink wine. And Derek says that he's self-conscious all the time because he thinks that he himself is stupid. And he's he like, is. usually I'll say things in my head before saying them out loud so that I don't look stupid. And then um, okay. she's like, well, what are you thinking right now? And he's like, oh, I'm just thinking, I'm, I'm looking at your nose. Which I see where he's going with this, but like immediately I'd be like, get out. Oh, I, you would have, I would be afraid to be in your general vicinity when that situation happens. Your Miranda Manda moment would come out. I'm somebody being like, oh, I was just, I was really just thinking about how big your nose is. I'd be like, <laughs> ah! Like, run! Sorry if I just blasted everyone's ears out. Oh, I'm but, sure I just um, did I too. mean, that would be a traumatizing situation. Yeah, I'm I've been there. I actually, I've been in very similar ones with you. <laughs> oh, probably. Where it turns into, oh, so you mean I'm fat? Oh, so you're saying I'm ugly? Oh, oh so yeah. you're saying I. Oh, I can I can convince you that you called me fat based off of any sentence in the world. But <sighs> he goes, I'm concentrating on yours. But I I do see what this means. Like he he's never experienced like having like any bad features. So he's just looking at her and thinking that she has a really interesting nose and he's fascinated by it. And he does think it's beautiful, but like, Mm -hmm. you don't say that out loud. And then he goes, I don't like my nose either. I think it's too big, Uh, which like, okay, that's nice that you're saying that, but like, you're also a model. Like allegedly the most popular (laughs) male model, like the bone ever or in the yeah. world. I did love his line where I, I, this is where I left out where he's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I just think that was a real, like that was a really good because it's solidified. I mean, he is stupid and what he's really saying doesn't fucking matter. He's immature and dumb and has never had to really experience anything because he is beautiful. Right. I mean, do you, really- do you ever like, again, you are gorgeous and I, again, don't think I'm ugly either, but do you ever think about what it would be like? Like, what are your problems then? Like, when you are, like, model um, gorgeous? Are you just then hyper-focused on those? Honestly, I don't think I would... T- well, I would love... I, I mean, you couldn't pay me $100 million to go back and relive my junior high years because <laughs> I was... I, I Honestly, I was the most bullied person at my school. I like, did. Sure. You know what? That doesn't surprise me because I did see the photo you dropped in your live the other day. <laughs> yeah. In your it was clown a outfit, it was whatever a theme was going journey. on. Yeah. I see. I, um. Right. No, I was a total <laughs> nerd. I was an only child. I had no social skills. I was weird. Like I just, I was not set up for. Um, mm-hmm. um, I think that the bullying probably made me into a funnier, more cynical person. You think? Um, I don't. I think usually that if I had, funny people need something wrong with, like something yeah. that's a little. Um, yeah, I think that if I had grown up beautiful, I don't think I would be funny now. I think yeah. I would have co- I would have coasted through my life and just been boring. But that's also mm. not me saying that I don't think that beautiful people can be funny. I just think that me personally. Like for you, you're, you having the feeling of not being model gorgeous informed your personality and your humor basically yeah i can kind of comment on myself like Mm -hmm. i can kind of see the ridiculousness of life now looking Mm -hmm. back i mean what do you think 
Um, like, what if you'd grown up as just like a straight, uh, like mo- model guy? I've thought a lot about if I like grew up straight or something, mm-hmm. and it's weird because oh, we're gonna get. I'm gonna like get introverted yeah. also, here for I just a second. Say really quickly, but do you, I, I'm, I bet that so many girls were in love with you in high school that you don't even like realize we're in love with you. Or maybe you did realize. I don't know. Like, I did have an experience, a weird experience when I did a show at MCC. Which show? Where I can't remember which one it was. It might have been, been Scarlet Pimpernel. Okay. I, I swear to God, it could have been that show. Okay. After one of the shows, one of the days, this girl who was in the show, I can't right. remember her names, but she had name, but she had huge boobs. That's what I remember about her. Is okay, like, don't her say the name. Were- <laughs> I can't even remember the name. I want to leave it in. Okay. I have no idea what the name was. So I'm like, okay. She asks me to give her a ride home. Okay. Because like, I guess, and I had a car and she didn't. Yeah. So you like, had the okay. yellow bug. Uh, sure, I'll give you a ride home. And this is when I'm doing theater, so I'm not. I was not. Ha- I was not trying to be less gay. Oh, you were in no way closeted. Yeah, that's what I like. So I'll give. A, I can give a little sidebar after that. But this girl dr- asked me to drive her home. I'm driving her home. Blah blah blah. And she's like, "Have you ever like um, dated? Like, have you ever gone out with girls before?" And I'm like, mm, "No. Like, I'm gay. No, I. I don't like." Like girls, and she's like, "Well, why, why not? Why wouldn't you try and go out? Why wouldn't you, you know, try and go out with a girl?" And I'm like, "Um, <laughs> I need you to figure out who this was, and then immediately text me." I like it was an it was an ensemble member. I literally don't I don't think you would oh, have well that not, well then fuck her <laughs> not to be mean, but I don't. No, I hear Here's you. what happens when you're like 20 in a theater show yeah. and you're a lead. You are very wrapped up in yourself. Okay. 100% you're not, true. Like, 100% I, true. I, I couldn't think about, I couldn't think back and tell you who were in shows with me because I was so up my own ass. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I was up my own ass. And you anyway. were Marcellus in the music man. Yeah, but then I actually had real, like, I had lead leads after that. That's. <laughs> And during one of them was me, I being a total, this is me, was when I was a total asshole, I was backstage complaining to another one of the leads saying that I just wish the fucking ensemble would get their shit together, pull it together. And of course they overheard, mind you, I was like 20. And I think we were having to run things like over and over because they couldn't do it. Because it, (laughs) because the, anyway, um, what's not a good look? Mine? Not a good look to have one of the leads being like, can this ensemble just get their shit together? Um, anyway, so yes, I have, I know the feeling of women thinking I'm straight. When I worked, not straight, but like wanting me to try and be right. with them or like having a thing for me, even though I very clearly don't want women. In fact, when I worked at Bar Louie, I, it was by ASU and I would code switch basically is what they would call oh, like, talk, I would talk like in a lower voice like I wouldn't be as gay because it's like a sports bar by ASU so I wouldn't be as gay as I would if I was in a theater show I'll just say right. that I, I had like five different women 
I had really weird encounters with women at that restaurant when I served them. One time it was like a long table of people having a party. And like throughout the thing, this one woman kept talking to me and I would be like, ha ha ha. And then she was, she said something towards the end of the night, like, oh yeah, um, I'm sorry, I'm just flirting with you or something. And her other friends were there. And I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, I'm the perfect person to flirt with. Cause I was like trying to make commentary, like, you know, joking, like, oh, I'm gay. It's just a like flirt all you want. But then she literally, I walk away, blah, blah, blah. They sat there, her and this other girl sat there and sat there and sat there. And by the end, I literally, like one of the other servers is walking by and they literally heard this lady over saying like, oh, I guess he's not like actually, he's not really interested. He's not actually interested. Like they took it as me being like that I wanted them um, or something, which is bizarre. And again, if you want to hear one more, I had a lady be like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm actually an actor. I like, so this is like, I'm only doing this for money. And like, I like, I, I sing and whatever, which you'd think that would give maybe a clue to this lady. Immediately, like, oh, okay. So, okay. No. <laughs> She's like, no. oh my gosh. Well, my brother actually does record, he's a recording producer or something. And like, that sounds really sketchy to me, but it was in Tempe, Arizona. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, that's cool. She's like, oh, maybe I could, you know, get you guys like together to whatever, to record something, I guess. She's like, oh, what's your number? And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. I give her my phone number. Okay. She texts me and then is like, oh, hey, can you want to chat or can you chat for a few minutes? And so I'm like, okay. So I call her on the phone. She's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, yeah, hey. Uh, yeah, I was just calling because, you know, we met and you said, like, about your brother. And she's like, oh, yeah, uh, oh, I was just like, I mean, like, I thought maybe you and I could get together for, like, coffee or something. And Wow. That's bold. Let me tell you how fucking awkward the conversation turns after that. It's like me being, like, <laughs> like laughing in your face because I'm, like, I was so caught off guard. I thought she was trying to set me up with her brother. That's what I, that's where I thought you were going with that. That's where I totally thought was happening. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm gay. And she's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. I think that's, I think women are so used to not like some women are very used to not having men treat them nicely or give them attention. That's exactly what it is. Like positive attention. And so I am kind and nice. And so, I mean, now, I mean, especially there, I was putting on my like, hi, how are you? That to me even doesn't sound straight. So there you go. (laughs) Can we, let's wrap this up now that I've just rambled for the last 15 minutes. Sorry. No, but actually no, but everything is relevant to this episode. First of all, this episode sucks. And also um, this, this shows, it shows how much women are mistreated by men. Really? And um, just how like really all women I think want is just to kind of be mildly respected, I guess, Mm -hmm. and treated like actual humans. So anyway, this guy spends the night at Carrie's house. They don't have sex. He just wants to like be there. Um, Next Stanford calls. Oh, Miranda's now at a bodega and she's ordering cat food from which for some reason, you can only get from behind the counter, like cigarettes. She's like, mm-hmm. I'll just get a bag of cat food. And the guy's like, oh, just one bag of cat food. And she's like, yeah, just one bag of cat food, which I understand we need the exposition that yes, Miranda has a cat. She's alone. And you know, 
I mean, that's what it's more trying to show. She might as well kill herself. She's a lonely cat lady. Yeah. Oh, no. She has a cat and she dares to be single. But anyway, the guy goes to get the cat food and Skipper happens to be at the same bodega. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, why didn't you call me? Oh my God, I would pepper spray the fuck out of this guy. I would be like, I would have, I would go off. I would definitely yeah. be like, can't like, you take a fucking hint? I need you hint? to leave me alone, dude. If you thought I didn't like you before, now I really don't, babe. Yeah, like, this is nuts. So anyway, uh, he's, but then he says, I think that you're, lo-. she goes, don't you want someone your own age? And he says, I think that you're luminous. And then Carrie's voiceover says, Miranda couldn't resist the vision of herself reflected in Skipper's slightly smudged uh, lenses. So Miranda takes him back to her house, which, I mean, that's so sad. It's another example of just like, Miranda has been so uh, fucked over by men. Also, Miranda, I think, is probably not uh, not well, a complete picnic to date. She's, she's also, though, now being like conditioned to feel like, oh, now I need to feel bad because I'm also not a model. It's kind of, it's yeah. circling back in this idea of at the beginning of the episode, her the whole thing is that this guy brings her there to, because she's not a model. To prove I don't just date models. I so date she Boston probably, women too. Yeah, she like hangs that in her head. So she probably does think that Skipper is now what she can get, I, can, I guess. No, I or, can see it. And in like, but in a let week me tell moment, you, I'm still horny that. for Steve, and I can't wait to get him on screen. Oh, I know <laughs> he has an Audi belly button though, and I don't like that. I do. I I understand, but he is really buff, and buff. I feel and like I've said before, he has to know how to fuck. I do hate what they did to him though in the movies, the second movie, mm, and just like that, he's deaf. He's like Miranda, Miranda, I can't hear you. But they're back together. No, they like break up because he's deaf and she's a lesbian. Oh yeah, you didn't know that she's (laughs) in Diaz. Duh, I don't know. Duh, duh. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay, I'm not going to tell you anymore about it. Just like that, it's too much. (laughs) There's a whole thing with pickles and Steve gets lost. You want me to stay happy today? You you don't want me to cry. Like, you know, I'm riding a high. You don't want a mansion and just like. Well, we're going into like, girls after this. So I feel like it's going to, it's all downhill from here. Um, meanwhile, okay. So now Samantha's back at, uh, she's at Barkley's place and she asks to be filmed. This is also super pathetic. She's like, where's the cameras? And he's like, oh, did your friend Carrie tell you? And he's like, don't worry. I only film models. And she's like, oh, well, turn on the camera. And so then she feels great about herself because he the only The only tiny redeeming factor that I could say about this is at least she took her power, her own power back. But she I, was also perfectly fine being recorded in secret. Sure. And and he just said to your face, oh, you're not a mod. He just called her ugly to her face, basically. He's like, don't worry. I'm not, it's not, I'm not recording you because I only record pretty women. Uh, so next morning, Stanford calls Carrie and he's like, do you know what happened to Derek? And Derek's there. And Carrie's like, no, don't worry. We didn't do anything. We just talked. Later, um, Carrie's at her coffee shop typing, which I don't really under, I've never understood this whole trope of like people going, they live, you live alone in your apartment, but you decide to go to a Starbucks to, there are people who are like that. Super performative. I would never do that. that. I would never either. Um, 
everyone at the, all the employees at the coffee shop hate you just so you know. Well, it works like, I I get too distracted. Someone who is easily distracted is not need to be going there. And I think, you know, just to wrap this all up, I thought this was overall just a much jauntier episode. Definitely jaunty. Uh, Big, big finds Carrie at the coffee shop because she had mentioned earlier, like, yeah, I Mm. I write there sometimes. And he goes, I just wanted to let you know, I've been thinking about that article. And, uh, you know, models are nice and they're pretty and stuff. But at the end of the day, you just want to be with the one who makes you laugh, a.k.a. uh, At the end of the day, I'd rather just be with a busted girl who's kind of funny. Here's the problem is, (laughs) like, in my mind... Is is model the echelon of attractiveness to someone? Like, if all you're thinking about is physically what they fit into the box of what is considered attractive, I don't even understand you. Because some of my fetishes, just like I know your love of some nasty men like Jeremy, what's his <laughs> Jeremy vibe? Allen White. We obviously like everyone has little things that they like. Like I love, I like a big nose too. You know, I, you know, there's, so I don't, I don't even understand the idea of like being like, Ooh, I only like models. What do you like about them? That they're skinny. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't really have a type. I like a guy that I can like kind of grab onto. Me me and Jody both agree with this. We want to be with men who make us feel so tiny and so little. Same, but it's really hard when you're six two. Well, yeah, you're 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 tall. Really unfortunate. Uh, But that is my uh, girl. Today I was at uh, Target and this guy was there, and he was like, he looked almost seven feet tall. This dude, and he was like broad. And I was just like, I, I'm sure he was straight, but, and I really wouldn't want to be with someone like that big because I need to technically be with someone smaller because we like are two, like two big people, like is a lot to accommodate. It's, a lot of in things. Yeah. it's just a lot to accommodate, you know, uh-huh. like the bed, you know, like I want, you know, anyway. So ultimately, I think I should probably like be the one that makes someone feel small and cuddly. But every once in a while, like trust me, if I could just hire someone to just like basically tower over me and like hold me wrapped in a blanket, I would be like, all right. Without that, be I mean, in a non prostitute way, you know, like in a. (laughs) Anyway. I'm going to take this beautiful moment to wash my hands clean of the model. What's this shit called? Models Models and mortals. Because this is so far on the bottom of my ranking list. It's my least favorite episode so far. The next episode is called Bay of Married Pigs, I think. And And I was watching it earlier today and it is significantly better than this one. I will say, I still did like the overall vibe that they were. They're yeah, like talking it the out. We, the I feel like we vibe. worked out some good stuff. Like, yeah, like, we figured out where they were going with it, maybe at least. Yeah. And I think it's cool to see that change from episode one to episode two to see what they've done. It's definitely lightened up. And, um, but again, I'm going to say bye bye to models and mortals. And if I ever come across it again, I'll probably skip to the next one. Yeah, and they're currently ranked at number, like, zero. And uh, the pilot is uh, two, or however we're ranking this. But the pilot is better than... Pilot is one. one. This would be two at that point. Then we add on. Okay, so one is at the top. Okay, yeah. So, okay, so pilot is one. This is two. And I did look. There is a web... There is an art 
Ain, mm-hmm. an article on Vulture, but of course it only let me read it once and then I, I got blocked by a paywall. I did see this was ranked We're not as paying seven- $2 for this one. <laughs> I'm like, hey, would you like to join our Patreon and support our art? Yeah. I'm not going to anyway. Maybe I'll reconsider. But it's it is currently ranked 79 out of 93 episodes, according to them. So, you know, again, That's that. it's not that great a one. And we love you. Yeah. And check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash love pod in the city. Check also out our check Patreon. Out check out Patreon. our Instagram. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Five stars only, please. And if you have a problem with us, you can feel free to email us at patcpod at gmail.com. And we will get back to you. And we'll be nice as long as you're nice. We say that in the nicest way possible. Again, we can't completely upend our personalities. But to (laughs) that, I would say there's other, like, I I personally would probably then find a different podcast. Uh Uh-huh. All right, What a lovely way to end it. What a, what a well, wait, no, you, no, Joan, you have like an outro here. You have that weird thing. Oh my God, I do. Um, hey, Amanda. What? Um, don't forget. Uh-huh. Uh, recently, someone told me this, this wise, wise person. They okay. said nothing. Wait, oh, fuck. They say nothing lasts forever. Dreams change, trends come and go. But friendships never go out of style. Mm. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.